And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers right here on the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. And it is absolution, baby. And why not take a drink? Wrestling Cheers, uh, the place where everyone knows your name. And it's absolution, baby. Absolution 12 is this Friday. Absolution 12, the biggest event of the year. The roller coaster? Do we have any taglines that we want to use here for this? particular uh, we probably don't but we have absolution and we are here to go over this this fantastic card i when i had all the the matches put in front of me and i was going one by one like this is going to be a great show i think it's something we might always say but it's it's definitely absolution worthy i feel like when we were coming into this it might not have felt like that but some of these matches are going to be fuck, probably fucking nuts but before we get into anything, if you want to email us which nobody really does but wrestling cheers at gmail.com but you can follow us at wrestling cheers on twitter and that's where you can find these matches uh these results for absolution and many other many other events coming up in uh, the near future but to get it further into the show i am your host i am heavy set and i am being joined by dustin alberti hi i'm dustin alberti yes how you doing i'm hoping the fans know that by now i mean you've been on the show i hope they do en- enough i mean even back when it was the ohio indie report i was on for the ohio indie report Spell. We're the Ohio Wrestling Network, One Warrior Nation. Did you see? Uh, Ohio Wrestling Network was bought. It was bought. Someone bought the domain. Uh, A couple organizations in Ohio, uh, some fairly local to here, now put their their content on there. It's almost like a streaming service for them, and you can find it at Ohio wrestlingnetwork.com oh well let's give those guys a plug then for stealing ohio wrestling network good job <laughs> companies that i probably have never heard of or i might have heard of but i'm sure i've never been to your show no i've been to one of them and i will be at another of the same company here soon but i mean i gave up the domain name because i wasn't gonna pay all this pre actually i paid for this year and then i said i called up godaddy.com and i was like no i want my money back i'm not even using it and they're like oh okay here's your money well think of the money you could have made by selling it to the people who bought it because they wanted it so bad you could have you could have made some moolah sat around for a year i almost said like oh like i still have the email address but i think it was like ohwrestlingnet at gmail.com probably. I did hardly ever use it. Anyway, moving on, we are also joined by a man who, or no offense, I don't really want to say man, the the guy who's been to many other wrestling shows and actually fresh from a trip from Chicago, if Kid and Ricky. Hello. How, first and foremost, live on the podcast, I have not really spoken to you about it yet. How was the Portillo's chocolate cake shake? Fantastic. Highly recommend it. Everything that I said it was? Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, second, did you get my Veda Scott shirt? I did. I will have it at Absolution. Actually, bring it Saturday, which is weird because by the time this gets, a, gets released, it's going to be last Saturday, but not this coming Saturday. Other wrestling shows. Yeah. Bring it to that. I'll be there for the pre-show. Then I'm leaving. Anyway, um, back to Absolution, baby. Um, where should we start? I mean, this Absolution 12, I normally pull out the information, which I've screwed that up. But, uh, obviously, it's at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Yes, it is. I mean, it's either that or Tequila Jacks, but obviously... Could you imagine Absolution at Tequila Tequila Jacks, who just changed their name? Pack 500 people in there. Which we... Like, every fire code ever. Which we we could mention right now. The next AIW show, before we get into Absolution, is going to be Friday, August 18th, 7.30, at Music Links, formerly Tequila Jacks, and it is Enter the 36 Chronic Chambers, featuring Glacier. Continue booking those weird people. 
Love it. I think the only thing for me is that'll be three wrestling shows on a Friday in five weeks. You know, not to throw it back to the old, or the last podcast we all did together, but Caden, much like Mordecai, do you have any memory of Glacier? <laughs> this was way before I was... <laughs> this is, dude, this is way earlier than that even. You gotta think about it. I know of Glacier. I have That's... the WWE Network. I will go watch. You gotta think about That's, it. Uh... Caden was barely speaking or probably still in diapers when WCW went out of business. Yeah, he wasn't even thought of when Glacier was around. Yeah, you at least... I know of the character. You at least know what it's a reference to, right? I'm gonna say this. I think it's wrong, but Mortal Kombat, correct? You're correct. You are correct? I'm, the character is blank in my... I'm, like, blank in the name, but I can think of the character. Do you want to tell him, Dustin? It's Sub-Zero. Thank you. <laughs> I've never played any Mortal Kombat games. I'll throw that out there. You've never played any never. Mortal Kombat games? I'm not really... Oh, I'm not big enough fighting games. I've probably played Mortal oh, Kombat. so much but... violence. Yeah. Caden, you love the violence. That's true. It's not neat like you do. Like, no. if Caden was... There's like ripping people's spines out. If Caden was roughly our age in the 90s, he probably would have been all about Mortal Kombat because, I mean, that's obviously the first game that had the, the blood and all that kind of stuff for a fighting game, so that might be a game that you would have been all about back in the day. Anyway, let's let's go back to the now. Let's go back to Absolution 12, which is this Friday, July July 21st, 7.30 bell time at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, 1355 West 70th Street, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, you can still get tickets right now, but they will be general mission. Or not general mission, but, uh, or is it general mission? Yeah, generally is general mission. First row. I think first row was gone, uh, a little over a week or two, it seems like. Nobody else? Okay, we'll move on. Um, yes, tickets did go on sale. The end, they're like gone now. So, same like how, yeah, yeah, all of the front row are pretty much... And of course, actually, uh, he's not in a match, but there will be a special appearance from the Enforcer, Arn Anderson, which is up there, in my point of view, of one of the top, like, meet and greets they've pulled of someone who's not necessarily wrestling on the show. Like your Scott Hall. Along with, like, Scott Hall, Booker T, Vader. Yeah. Just yeah, names like that. Everybody but, I, everybody but the last one you said. I think, I think too, the big thing about this... Actually, there's two things I'll say. One, there aren't too many opportunities to meet Arn Anderson, especially because of his WWE schedule, mm-hmm. uh, so you're gonna definitely want to get it. Uh, second, show up early because, as far as I know, and from what I've been told, he will only be signing before the show, and they're gonna have a hard cutoff for when they are gonna start the show. At least that's what I've been told. I don't know how much, how long they'll let the line go and stuff, but there will be like a hard cutoff. There's at some point uh, they have announced that the meet and greet will start at six. Obviously, knowing just how things run, give or take a little bit on that, but still, they're saying. And they're going to try to open the doors at 6 o'clock. So I figured it's VIP first, get all, uh, a VIP pre-sale first, I should say, and then everybody else. So I, I would get there as early as you can, too. I'm going to try to get there early for other reasons, but it, it's Absolution. It's Arn Anderson. I think there's only been a couple shows where there's been a meet and greet where I'm, like, rushing in, throwing my shit down on a chair, and trying to get to the first in line so I don't have to wait in the ridiculous long line that will form. Do you guys think that's the perks of getting there early? Oh, yeah, this is great for you now that uh, school's out. I mean, that works in two different ways for you. But now you guys can show up at two. Hopefully. <laughs> but how long will this line be? Because in my opinion, I feel like the longest line we've had so far 
has been Gargano's farewell. Taking him out of the equation, I, I want to say Scott Hall. Will this surpass Scott Hall and or Johnny Gargano? I think it'll be like right in between. Like it's going to pass Hall, but not pass Gargano's line. How about you, Dustin? Um, I mean, I think that, it, I, I don't know. I don't remember how big Gargano's line was. I kind of showed up just about when the, when the show started. But uh, I mean, the Scott Hall line was, I, it was way, I don't know. I would say Arn Anderson will probably be bigger, only because it's so rare to meet Arn Anderson. I feel like there's going to be people who are going to be coming just mm-hmm. to meet him, not necessarily just for even for the rest of the show, just to meet Arn Anderson. They haven't announced uh, prices yet, but I, I feel they should be outrageous. Normally with AIW, it's 20 for autograph, 20 for uh, pitcher. Um, yeah, I'm sure that's probably what they'll keep. I don't think they'll change it. You know, AIW is good at keeping prices reasonable. I don't think they would really go out of their way to make it more expensive just because it's somebody who's more yeah. expensive. I mean, if you go to, you know, WrestleCon or anything similar to that, you will be paying a lot of money to meet someone like like Arne Anderson. So that's why like when when it was announced it's like oh shit, like this is definitely one of those ones you're going to want to jump on because the ticket and the autograph signing and uh, the picture, like, it's going to cost you less than if, if you paid just for that at a bigger show. So worth it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean I've mean, i never been... You guys have both been to WrestleMania Access, right? Or at least, like, I, have you guys been? I, I have been to Access twice. I went. How to, much does... I was going to say, I went to Access this year, but then again, I went on Sunday, and of all the days, that's, like, the day that people who aren't wrestling at WrestleMania are going to be there. Yeah, so, like, how much does, like, a WrestleMania Access for, like, a higher-name legend cost for a thing? Like, how much do they charge for different autographs? Access is included, and except for, like, they have a couple special ones, and I want to say those people are, like, with your ticket, I want to say it's over 100 Because I know the day that yeah. I went, Angle was one of the special ones, and I can't remember who the other one was, but it's... it's But everybody is pretty much, you know, that comes with the ticket. Like, I could have met Kane, and Kane's one of my favorites. I mean, he's definitely not necessarily up there with Arn Anderson being legend-wise, but he still guy that's you know been in wwe for over 20 years well that's like i said so you're saying over 100 bucks to like get an autograph or a picture with yeah if you want to get one somebody one that it's more talking about it's 60 bucks for the ticket the autograph and the and the picture with it so that's not a that's a pretty good that's almost a 50 percent discount if not more than a 50 percent discount i think the 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 better comparison would be some place like a wrestlecon because i mean that place you're gonna spend a lot of money like i want to say like when i went to philly actually for their the first show that they had with uh house of hardcore and the special like collectors convention type thing they called it Shawn michaels an autograph and a picture with him just that not counting my ticket to get in there was a hundred dollars wrestlecon had the same thing the this past year for i want to say it was like a 150 and i no lie i kind of wanted to do it again only because it was my actual birthday and like that's one of my favorite things about Shawn michaels was winning the title on my birthday so it's kind of be like hey today's the anniversary of you winning the title by the way it's my birthday but i was like 150 that's fucking a lot to do something i've already done yeah it's way too much money i'd never spend i would never spend a hundred dollars to meet somebody who i wanted to meet i mean Shawn michaels is cool but i don't know if he's hundred dollars for me cool yeah it's- i don't i don't i don't hurt i don't take people's i don't take anything weird for people who do pay it but for me it's a lot of money yeah i mean i, I understand like but there's probably like people that you would, would meet for like that much or not i don't know i don't i don't know i i, I think people are people if someone's gonna charge you 100 bucks to meet them i don't want to meet them sometimes though it's not even the people charging it it's the place that they're at oh yeah i know i, I definitely understand that part too unless your name's Virgil. but it's the people making their money yeah 
All right, uh, let's let's get into this actual absolution card. I'm gonna go over all these matches. We have ten matches listed, and um, we have old AIW versus new AIW, which is the Young Studs, the Jollyville Fuckets, and Matt Justice versus Joshua Bishop, Trey Lamar, Chase Oliver, Garrison King, and Twan Tucker. Eddie Kingston versus Filthy Tom Lawler. A bull rope match between Sean Schultz and Ethan Page. A battle for the future. PB Smooth versus Frankie Flynn. Dominic Greeny versus the Duke. AIW Women's Championship match, Shayna Baszler versus Mia Yim. Fans bring the weapons slash lumberjack match, Britt Baker versus Swaggle. The AIW tag team titles on the line with against the R on the line with Crazy Pain versus Junfin Olympion versus DJZ slash Laredo Kid versus Flip Kendrick and Facade. The AIW intense title, Joey Janela versus Alex Daniels and a fatal four-way for the AIW absolute title, Tim Donst versus Lewis Linden versus Tracy Williams versus Josh Prohibition. And what we're going to do is kind of normally what we do is we'll pick a handful of matches, aka three, and then we'll quickly go over the rest and make picks. And I think we should start with this match. Fans bring the weapons slash lumberjack match, Britt Baker versus Swoggle. But first, let's hear from Swoggle. Boys! One year ago, almost to the day, I was at a really, really low point. I like, got fired from my dream job. Change career paths. Change career paths. See? And that's what I mean, Dr. Dan. You and uh, this guy here. You saved me. You boys saved me. You brought me back up. You brought my spirits back up, Dr. Dan. And, and I, I can't thank you anymore. I know exactly what you're talking about, Swaggle. Okay? I know exactly what you're talking about. I've been where you're at. Okay? Yeah, when I first started here in AIW, the fans loved me and I loved them back, and I gave everything for the fans. Where did it get me? Down here, at the bottom. In this, Until, in this disgusting, look at this, garbage-infested filth. filth. Until this man, Dr. Dan, with dedication, confidence, and respect, restored my faith. Brought me here to the top at AIW. Gets me what I want. No more looking around, searching, feeling lost. None of that. It's funny you say that, this guy. Carson. It's funny you say that. Because there, there's one thing I want. One thing. And you get that thing is just because the, of dedication, confidence, and respect. No, 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 no. It's, it's more than that. It's, it's more than that. It's more than that. It's changing more than your that. life. It's more than that. It's, it's more than that. Tell the people what I you want. I want that bitch. Britt Baker! You've been a thorn in my side. A thorn in my side for almost six months. Six months! Dr. Dan, you need to make this happen. You need to get me the bitch. I will do that. And I will help you get what you want. Because that's what a new beginning is all about. Getting what you want. All right, so there you have it, Britt Baker versus Swoggle. What are you guys feeling about this? It's, this has been, it's like Swoggle said, it's, you know, Britt Baker has been the thorn in his side, and actually when it comes around, vice versa. And then you also have, involved all that, Brian Carson, you have Dr. Dan, Space Monkey, and Dick Justice. This started back in December, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. And, yeah, this has been going on since then. It just started then and has escalated up till a fans bring the weapons in a lumberjack match. That's a lot of that's a lot of gimmicks on that match. Yeah. Hey, fans bring the weapons. I like that. We have Yeah, it. fans bring the weapons. We have intergender, we have a midget, we have fans bring the weapons and lumberjack match. A little bit of everything. And your doctor 
you have a monkey, I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be a monkey there. And a, a, a super cop. And who else might be there? Who else could, who could the lumberjacks be, guys? Think about it. We have, you could have a guy who is literally a word personified. Uh, at least that's what I hear. He is a word personified. I mean, are, are we going to have more than those four people being lumberjacks? I, mean, I feel like if it's those... a lumberjack match, there has to be more people than just four people. Correction. Is it going to be those three people and one animal as our lumberjacks? I wouldn't talk about Brian Carson that way. <laughs> Why not? He hasn't unblocked this account yet, so anyway. Um, he blocked you? Oh, what a what a mean, 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 mean man. Actually, we blocked each other, but I've unblocked him since then. We've actually buried the hatchet like publicly, but I'm still blocked. This this account's still blocked, too. He blocked technically Ohio Indie Report, but he also has wrestling shoes blocked, too. But that is neither here nor there. Before we get into lumberjacks, we have two experts on building weapons, especially for AIW. So, can you guys give us a preview of what you have in store for this match? Maybe some bats covering things, like usual. <laughs> Uh, I can say that me and Adam Lapora have talked about a dance floor of death part two. Explain to the listeners what that is. Back, I believe we made it for the uh, Tim Downs versus Danny Havoc fans bring the weapons match. If I'm not mistaken, that's the one we made it for. Correct. I remember that match. Yes, so uh you can see it in that match. I believe uh Danny Havoc gets uh German into it up against the stage, if I'm not mistaken about the spot it was used in. But yeah, it was basically a bunch of stuff attached to a board. So uh we'll probably do something very similar, uh as far as we have very quickly talked about and I'm sure both coming up with different things. I know I got some ideas, I'm sure he's got some we haven't made weapons in a while, so It'll be a, uh, it'll be a thing. I kind of took over the weapon making. You did, and we're very proud of you. We both told you that to your face. We were very proud of you. Yay, me. Y'all fucked up. Blame it on them. (laughs) Who, me? I said said y'all fucked up. (laughs) Oh, we're fucked up. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm not going to disagree with that. So, who's bleeding? If I had it my way, everybody's bleeding. I mean, that's... Everybody dies. The more, the more, the more blood, the better. Oh, and Brian's gonna run out and bump on something. <laughs> I hope, I hope that, I hope that Tracy Smothers is a, is a lumberjack. That's, special guest referee. Special, oh, something like that. Please, please involve Tracy Smothers. That's my, that's my, uh, I plead to the universe. Put it out there in the universe. Right or wrong. Everybody dies. But no, seriousness, who is bleeding? Oh, uh, like I said, I hope everybody, I mean, I don't necessarily say, uh, I'm assuming that both Brit and Swaggle will bleed if the, uh, fans are bringing the weapons. And if they're getting, if they're gonna get crazy, I don't know. We ever, I don't think we've ever seen her get that crazy. Let's see if she can get that crazy. Well, I mean, she I did jump she... off the top of the stage last month. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But getting jumping off the top of the stage is a little bit different than uh taking taking some thumbtacks or taking some taking some state taking some, you know, there's there's definitely, there's a difference between what she would do versus what a guy like Eric Ryan would do. A different type of crazy. I think that the Eric Ryan brand of crazy is what she's going to need to do to finally rid herself of poor little Hornswoggle. <laughs> First things first, I am the realist, Alex Daniels. 
2017 JLIT, I was set to win the JLIT tournament. But another fat, out of shape, 15 minutes of fame ruined that for me. Joey Janela. I've had a problem. I've had a problem since Joey Janela ever since they debuted in AIW. How is anyone supposed to get excited for a fat, long-haired, greasy, non-tan wrestler? <laughs> I can't even finish my sentence because it's so ridiculous to hear this coming out loud. But everyone, this is this is another Jerry situation. Another Jerry. You know what happened to Jerry? I retired Jerry. And you know what happened after I retired him? Everyone forgot him. There's, there's something, there's a delusional type thing going on with the fans. There's a delusional type mindset going on with Joey. If I had a friend with a video camera who booked my own show for me too, I'd be very, very popular. But I'm tired of all the hype. I'm tired of people not paying attention to me. I'm tired of not getting flown to the UK. I'm tired of not being flown to California. But, I'm gonna make myself known. I'm gonna make myself go viral. When I'm the guy that beats Joey Janela at his own game. So July 21st, Absolution. I think you want my intense championship. You can see how intense I am. And you act like you're intense, but you're just a character. I'm a realist. So July 21st, Joey Janelli versus Alex Daniels for the AIW Intense Championship. We're going to keep it real, Joey. We're going to keep it real. The AIW Intense title match. Joey Janela versus Alex Daniels. Alex Daniels is currently the longest reigning Intense champion of all time. He did beat Davey Vega's record. Quite a long time between him and the longest ch AIW champion of all champions of all time, being uh, Allison K, AK-47, AKA Sienna. Which, did you guys catch the uh, back and forth between uh, Sienna and Alex Daniels a couple weeks ago? I did. Now that I think about that, I did. I, I didn't. I would like to see that. I might go check that out here in a second. Oh, it was it was pretty great. Kind of <laughs> some of the stuff that Alex Daniels said about like maybe like how often she defended the title or something like that, and like she hardly defended the belt while he's been defending it on every show for the last like year. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was great. It was great. But uh, Joey Janela, another crazy motherfucker who could just as easily be in the fans bring the weapons match. Who could easily bleed just as bad as Eric Ryan. Going against Alex Daniels, and of course we we can't forget any of it's on the poster this time. We have uh, Ryan will be in the corner of Alex Daniels. Finally got the accurate graphic. I will say he belongs at the corner of Alex Daniels. The fact that he doesn't have a match is an absolute travesty. It's sad. It's it's, it's an injustice. When's the last time he had a match even in AIW? He hasn't wrestled in quite a while. Gargano? It's a travesty. I think it was Double Dare, actually. Was Double Dare before or after Gargano? Yeah. Or are you considering, like, an announced match? Because technically that match wasn't announced. Um, yeah, last time he wrestled was Double Dare. The ten-person tag. I he said I could think of that was the last time. You're, you're probably right. He didn't wrestle Jay Lit. He's always dressed to impress, though. That's one thing that you can't forget. What was that you kind of cut out on me? I said he's always dressed to impress. Indeed.
he definitely is. He's, uh, I would say, I mean, I don't know if you guys have been watching these Mayweather versus uh, McGregor press conferences, but I would say that he, if he were to go up there, he would definitely be the best dressed. And that's saying something compared to some of those things that Conor McGregor has been wearing. I don't know, the fuck you pinstripes were amazing. That wins everything. I don't know. Some of Greg's shorts really uh, put me, uh, they, they take me, I, I, I am taken aback sometimes when I see him in those shorts. Those shorts drive me nuts. I need you, I want you, oh baby, oh baby. Back to Joey Janela versus Alex Daniels. We, uh, we seen this match at one point. This was, a uh, this is Tequila's Jacks match? Or is it? It was at the Gargano show. That's right. Now I think at Tequila Jacks, that's where I'm thinking of it. But will Janela pull this off? Will, will Alex Daniels reign end? I think it might be time after the almost close to a year and a half or a year and like a few months or whatever. I don't think he'll lose it. I think that he, uh, I think he'll continue to hold it. I think... I think that there's, I think that, uh, Gregory Gagan being out there kind of gives him the, uh, the edge against almost any competitor. I mean, Daniels is just gonna break Allison Kay's record next. So why not two years? Alex can do it. Line him up. He'll beat him. Let's go two years. Not one, not two, not three. Oh, never mind. Um, let's go to the absolute title match. And we have it as a fatal four way. Tim Donst versus Lewis Linden versus Tracy Williams versus Josh Prohibition. We have a year plus wrapped up in this match. You have everything that has gone on over the past year with Don's versus J-Pro. Which brings me to a good point. Let's uh, go in to see what Josh Prohibition and Tracy Williams both have to say about this match. You know, I like to fancy myself a pretty contemplative guy. At the end of most nights, I like to sit back and think about the day. Think about days past. Think about decisions made. Think about actions taken. And here we are in July. And for some reason, July always stirs up memories of Absolution's past. AIW's premier event. I think about all my involvement, all the matches that I fought, and the one that I keep coming back to is this one. Last year's Absolution, where I took on Ethan Page and Josh Alexander, two of the most talented men in all of professional wrestling. And after a 10-year climb to the top, I finally was on the mountaintop when I defeated those two guys. And I won that absolute title. And the locker room cleared out. And for about two minutes, I celebrated. On two minutes, I was on top of the world. But then, Mr. Tim Donce came out, my friend, and he jumped me, stomped my head into the mat, talked down about me. And for the next six, seven, eight months, he made my absolute title run a living hell, out of jealousy and out of spite. And every opportunity he had to come out and to disrupt my matches or to attack my opponents or to attack me, he took out of jealousy and out of spite. And I get it, it's professional wrestling. There's no honor among thieves. I try not to take things personally. I've been in this game a long time and I've learned don't take it personal. But with Tim, I did. And here's why. I considered him a friend. I did. I thought he was the kind of guy that when life and wrestling ended, that it would still maintain a friendship with. A guy that would reach out to me, a guy that would check in with me, a guy that I thought cared about me. And I keep going back to one moment in particular. A few years back when we got that tragic news that you had cancer, Tim. And I remember you showed up at Mount Carmel shortly after that news came out that you had cancer. 
And I remember you weeping in the hallway behind Mount Carmel. I remember you crying your eyes out. And because I was a friend, you know what I did? I wrapped my arms around you and I told you, you're going to beat this. You're going to make it. You're going to beat cancer. And you cried and you cried and you said you'd never wrestle again. And you were so concerned that you would never step into a professional wrestling ring again. And I told you not to worry about that. That's secondary. Beat cancer. Beat this. And then we'll go from there. And I was in your corner. I reached out to you. I was your biggest fan. I was rooting for you. I wanted to see you get back in that wrestling ring more than anything. So that's why this is personal, Tim. Because you turned your back on me. A guy that genuinely cares about you. A guy that reached out to you. A guy that cared for you. Most guys in that locker room didn't give a crap whether you lived or died. I did. And that's how you treated me. Tim, I'm a decent guy. I am. But I have a scary ability to turn off all emotion. I have a scary ability to disconnect from people that wronged me. And boy, did you wrong me. And I keep thinking of that time when you and Tracy Williams and I were in a match for my absolute title. A match I didn't even have to give you. But I gave you because I was sick of hearing you whine. And when it looked like I had Tracy Williams defeated, you handcuffed me to a rope. You handcuffed me to the bottom rope. I've never been handcuffed in my life. I've never been arrested in my life. But you treated me like a criminal. And I had to sit there and I had to watch as you beat Tracy Williams after I did all the dirty work. After I beat him, after I pile drove him right into that mat. You took the pin. And I had to watch you celebrate with my belt. So Tim, there's two words that keep spinning around my head. Rematch and revenge. Rematch and revenge. I lost my title. Cheap, but I lost it. And I'd never asked for my rematch. So here I am, right here, right now, as we head towards absolution, asking for my rematch. But that's only secondary. Because the most important thing right now is revenge. Rematch. Revenge. Rematch. Revenge. Rematch. Jalen, the tournament that this company holds is their highest honor. You could say it's being the absolute champion. But speaking of the absolute championship, by winning this, and I'll get to this in a second, this earns me what I want. I want that title. I deserve that title. I've been robbed of that title more times than I can remember. So the first chance I get I don't care, Tim Dots, if you've already got a match at Absolution, okay? July 21st, I'm putting myself in that match, all right? That's my call. So bring whoever else has a shot, whoever else you think earned one, and I'll show you who's earned that shot and who's earned that title, Dots, because it damn sure isn't you. So you're not going to stop me from getting what I want. Everybody 
in the jail it couldn't stop me from getting what I want. Cause that's what I came here to AIW to do. This is one of the first places that gave me the chance to prove myself. I started that tonight, and on July 21st, Tim Donst and whoever else has that shot, I finish proving myself. We're getting so close. The biggest show of the year. And you know, I've been in AIW for 11 years. 11 years! An absolution main event. And of course, they want to steal my spot. So now, four-way dance, Josh Prohibition, Tracy Williams, Tim Dodds. Well, you know what? The numbers, they don't matter to me. I already beat 29 other guys. I'm taking that belt. And you want to know why? Because I'm the captain of the ship. Absolution. I got three guys, three enemies gunning for this belt, this AIW title, more importantly, my AIW title. I got a grizzled vet named Josh Prohibition who doesn't know when to call it quits. I got a freaking pirate named Lewis Linden. Yeah, Lewis, everything Matt Riddle said about you, it's true. And I got some other kid that wants to be the next Tim Dunks. Sorry, kiddo, but it's not happening. You don't want this. Because when I look in the mirror, that's the only time I see competition, is the guy staring back at me. So as far as I'm concerned, all you guys are competing for nothing more but second place. Because when I look into that mirror, all I see is a guy with heartbreak. All I see is a guy with battle scars. All I see is a guy who bled so goddamn much. All it is to me is red sweat. I see a guy who cheated death. Because make no mistake about it, Tim Don should be dead right now, but he's in, he ain't. Unfortunately for all of you. And I could say something cliche, right? Something like, the only way you're going to take this title from me is from my cold, dead hands. But as far as I'm concerned, the Mac Wrestling Machine is concerned, I'm going to be buried with this thing. So good luck on that. Absolution, you guys have a lot to fight for. You have pride, you have this belt, and because of me these last few months, you certainly have revenge. Well, boys, they say an eye for an eye. Tim Dobbs is ready to go blind. Are you? Catchphrase. So, like I said, Tim Dons, J-Pro, a year going there. Tracy Williams, who's been shitty luck of tag team partners uh, last year at this time, and then started to make it better as a singles wrestler in AIW. And then Lewis Linden winning the gauntlet for the gold. We have a lot going on here. I don't necessarily want to ask you guys who's going to win, but if one of these guys win, who has the best story going forward? The best story as far as more opponents in front of them, or the best story is in, wow, that was such a good feel-good ending to the story. Let's see where it goes. I wouldn't say feel-good, but I'm saying they to themselves would have a, a a better story. I mean, you have Donst, who, everything that, like we've said, been through, managed to beat the three people that AIW put up against him next at Absolution. No more. He did it. On to the next one for him. You have Lewis Linden, obviously winning Gauntlet for the Gold, a surprise pick to win Gauntlet for the Gold, and then being able to 
cap it off by winning the title at Absolution. Tracy Williams obviously getting screwed at Gauntlet for the gold, but manning, managing to pull out the victory at Jaylet and then winning at Absolution. And then you have Josh Prohibition, a guy who got screwed out of the title, manages to get it back, and wins the Absolute title two years in a row to close out Absolution. Which story is the best? I feel like I'm torn. I would really like to say Prohibition, but I feel like the best story could be if Lewis Linden wins this thing and after all these years ends up with the number one title in the company and is looked at as the guy. I feel like that'd be, that's the biggest story to come out of it. As much as I would love to say the Prohibition story and I'd like to pull from my man Josh Prohibition, but I feel like the big story there is after all these years, after countless tag matches, countless scramble matches, finally being the guy and having the title feel like that. Lewis Linden's definitely the story there. That's how we're going to look at it. I'll be kidding. I gotta agree with the Linden backstory, because he's been just, like, scrambles, tag matches, and I'm pretty sure the absolute title the only belt he hasn't won, so this will make him a... Grand Slam champion, if you want to count Gauntlet. I mean, the only thing he'd have left would be Jaylet. We count everything in AEW. Fair but enough. I like... He I, I doesn't want the absolute title. I really like the story of Tracy Williams. Guy who comes into AEW, has a tag team and a, a year-long feud with Toonfinity and Beyond. Has his tag team partner banned from the United States. Or not necessarily banned, but I think he's one of those guys we've heard that basically was given a warning, like, if you do try it one more time, you will be banned. And then gets another tag team. This guy leaves AIW in a whole bunch of bullshit probably most likely we're going to win the tag team titles at some point but instead now goes solo and then within a year not only does he win the jail but he would cash in and win the title it's a pretty good turnaround now side note of all these guys winning who do you think will have the bigger pop of the crowd if they're the ones uh holding the title at the end and i feel like we're down between two people we're between linden and we're between williams obviously donst it's a very very split crowd of who likes him and who hates him josh prohibition i mean he's loved but i feel like you would have to agree that the bigger pop would become from the other two. So of these two, I think I think if Josh hadn't won it last year, not this year, I think I think it was the fact that he won it for the first time gave him a huge pop. I don't think after winning, that's why I think the pop would be bigger for Tracy Williams or for uh, Lewis Linden because it'd be the first time winning it. So who has the bigger pop? Are you guys going to be sticking with Linden? Yeah, I got to stick with Linden on that one because after just going back to like blood sport here after everything that's happened, I feel like the pop would be insane. Yeah, I think, I definitely think Linden's pop would be bigger. There'd be a lot more, uh, I think the, I think that even though I would say Lynn, uh, Tracy Williams is more of a fan favorite, I would say that Lewis Linden, the crowd is a little more emotionally invested in. I think it would be interesting if Linden would win because I almost feel like that would, that would, you would get a guy like Alex Daniels to maybe chase for the title, whether he had the intense title or not. Which would be. It just opens up a whole new, like, realm of challengers, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the plus side to a guy like Linden winning is he doesn't really have any loose ends in his past. Like, like, Don there's so many people who either Dance was supposed to face or Dance had a feud with and things never really got cleared up and then I think with Prohibition there's so many people from his past and there's even like him and Dance like there's not really a clear cut ending to that story and Tracy Williams I just feel like there's not he kind of has the same thing as Lyndon just without as much history behind it whereas like I said I think if 
opening going forward, it'd be a brand new Lewis Linden that we've never seen before, and it'd be something fresh and new and different. I know it's not going to happen, but if I were to dream book this, shockingly enough, I would have Tim Donst win. I would have him post-match brag about how great he is, then the bell hits, then Metallica. Out comes Nick Gage. That won't happen, but we I hope it happens by the end of the year, but I don't, I'm not expecting it to happen. I probably should stop talking about it, but that's... That's why I didn't say anything. I was kind of hinting at that, where it's yeah. just people in his past that things can still happen with, and I don't know if having a title necessarily is important yeah. with it. It would just kind of rehash a lot of things. There's a lot of opportunity to rehash stuff with him. I, I mean, on a side note, I I think that, like I said, I think it's going to definitely happen by the end of the year. I don't know if it's going to be something that they announce first or not. I, w- I mean, I'd figure uh, you would uh, it just happens. Yeah, because I think the biggest thing among fans talking, because, I mean, that's what we are, uh, when can Nick Gage leave the area? I think right now we're figuring at least October. That will be announced for Show in Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, Show in Indiana, but isn't that in, like, August? Uh, no, it's October. Yeah. Is it October? Yeah. 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 So oh, that's right. Yeah, it is October. The next show for them is in August, I think is what it is. Yeah. Something like that. So that's why I'm confused. That's what we're saying we know by that he could leave. So after that point, well, think about this. Okay. What if Lewis Linden wins and he's out there talking? Then out of nowhere, Matt Riddle comes out and it was all a swerve. <laughs> Uh, only if, only, only if, but... The crowd would go crazy. It'd be a rabid crowd. It'd be insane. Speaking of Matt Riddle, I will say this. As we're recording this, they are, they have announced everybody in the, the May Young Classic. Uh, it's no riddle to figure out how Shayna Baszler got into it and other people can't get into WWE. Maybe just stay off weed. There could be other reasons too, but just, and not acting like an asshole, but anyway. Let's move on. Anyway, enough of that asshole. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's start at the bottom of the card, wrap this show up, and let's uh, let's pick who we think is going to win, and maybe maybe some minor minor thoughts on matches. Uh, we have old AIW versus new AIW. Up, down, up, down, up, down, up, keep going. Check. It's your boy Gary the King Baller here. I got Joshua Bishop, Trey Lamar training for our match. Now I'm doing thousand Hindu squats. I got Chase Oliver and Big Twan Tucker running laps around the building. We don't play no games around here. You dig? See, July 21st, new AIW versus old AIW. Young studs, buckets, and y'all pick Matthew Justice as the fifth member. We gave y'all anyone to pick and y'all pick Matthew Justice, another old vet who passed his time. While we're over here training, we're ready. See, we're hungry. We don't want that spot. We are going to take that spot. You see, y'all had this, y'all been had this spot. And with idleness breeds complacency. Y'all been here for too long doing the same shit. And we want those spots. We want to do what y'all think y'all been doing. But we're going to do a little bit better. You see, we're not just young. We're not just hungry. We're good. Hell, damn. We're pretty damn great. So, July 21st. Absolution. We're gonna put a stop to y'all. Hey, did I say stop? Yeah. No. Keep going. What y'all fuck y'all thought this was? Back to what I was saying. July 21st. Absolution. <coughs> New AIW versus old AIW. You see, we'll show y'all why we do pretty much whatever the hell we want. And we don't worry about no consequences. Come July 21st. Y'all find out why. You dig? Keep going. Young Studs, Fuckets, and Matt Justice versus 
Joshua Bissop, Trey Lamar, Chase Oliver, Garrison King, Tuan Tucker. Side note, I know I'm saying words wrong. It's just been a long day. So if anyone points that out, I, I get it. Trust me, I hear it, and I'm not editing. Live to tape, that's what I do. Anyway, this match, who you guys got winning? Old AIW or new AIW? I think some young boys are going to be getting the beating of a lifetime. That's what I think is going to happen. I'm going to go with new AIW. They're going to pull out the upset. I'm going to go old AIW, but I think at the end of the match, old AIW is going to shake the hand of new AIW as a sign of respect. Eddie Kingston versus Filthy Tom Lawler. This is going to be a crazy fucking match. Uh, I'm torn. Who do you guys got? Um... Kingston. Mm, I'm going to go with Filthy Tom Waller. God, you guys leave me split again. I shouldn't wait to go last. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Kingston. Bull rope match, which we do have a promo from. Let's uh, hear what Ethan Page has to say. You know... The name Ethan Page is more or less married to AIW. When people talk about how I broke in and made my name, AIW is usually and should be the first three letters out of somebody's mouth. You know, since 2012, I've gone from grandstanding on Twitter, asking and pleading to be added to the Jayla tournament, to main eventing absolution hell winning the jayla tournament winning the absolute title three times so now when you ask about aiw ethan page should be the first words out of somebody's mouth and yet here we are heading into the biggest show of the year and ethan page doesn't have a match he doesn't have a match he wants a match ethan page sure as hell wants a match and i think my relationship with management I think they'll let me make a match for Absolution. And there's only one guy, one guy whose name does not, does not come up when people bring up AIW. One guy's name should never be brought up when they talk about AIW. And why? Because you, sir, have not only disrespected me, you have disrespected the company and what it means to be in AIW. How much heart you need to put out, how much blood you need to bleed. How much passion, dedication, and love all the guys in that locker room have put out for AIW and you, Sean Schultz, have done absolutely none of those. And I don't mean because you don't do any cool wrestling moves and you're boring as hell. I mean because you're a jerk and nobody goddamn likes you. You disrespect what we built. And I kind of like it. Because I was you too. I spat in the face of people who made AIW what it is, and I changed the course of that company's history forever when I became the only three-time absolute champion. So you know what? I'm going to give the devil his due, no pun intended, and I will go a little bit on your side of wrestling, the old school way, a little throwback. You know, that's a lie. I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for Chandler Biggins. A man who loved that old school southern style wrestling. This match is for him. And like I said earlier, I feel like my relationship with management kind of gives me a little leeway, freedom, <laughs> some matchmaking ability. So Biggins, 
Alice for me too. Because my first absolution, I witnessed one of the craziest matches I've ever seen in my life. The Duke versus Jock Sampson in a bull rope match are memories that I will never, ever forget as a wrestler and a fan and somebody that has bled in this goddamn company. So Sean Schultz, whether they agree with it or not, I'm showing up. I'm showing up on absolution. I'm putting my wrist out to be tied up to look at you across the goddamn ring. Because trust me, Ethan Page has been chained up and looked across to his opponent before, and I've bled buckets to win a goddamn match. I've walked out of buildings with scars that I will never, ever forget. And I plan... I plan on giving you the same goddamn experience. You want to be a part of this company? You want Ethan Page to notice you? Well, I'm looking right at you, Sean Schultz. And I will be looking right at... Right across the ring at you. Right across the ring while we're tied up. A 16, 18 feet of rope. I don't care. I'm going to beat your ass. Choke you out. Slap all four turnbuckles and walk out of absolution. Not the winner. But the man who made you earn your goddamn spot. We have the match now. Bull rope match. Sean Schultz versus Ethan Page. I'm going to go first. I love Ethan Page, but I'm going Sean Schultz. Because that is Caden's favorite wrestler. Double Page. I, uh, I, I want to point out that even though it's a bull rope match and not a strap match or a dog collar match... Uh, we have seen Ethan Page in a similar match, and he can he could definitely get a little violent, and I will also pick Ethan Page. You see, this right here, this isn't bought. There's no treachery in earning this. There's no deceit. This is real. Everything about earning a belt like this is real. Much like everything that's happened to me over the past year, has been real. Whether it was getting to step in the ring with a man that I considered an idol, B.J. Whitmer. Whether it was getting the chance to wrestle Zack Sabre Jr. just nine short months into my professional wrestling career. Whether it was getting one of B.J. Whitmer's possibly last matches ever. It's all been real. Just like this belt. But there's been one problem with that realism. And the problem has been the Duke. Because over the past year, every which way I've turned, I've somehow crossed paths with the Duke. Whether it was with BJ Whitmer, whether it was with Mike Tolar, somehow I've crossed paths with the Duke. But the Duke doesn't know what it's like to earn something like this. He's used to his superficial world of buying everything he wants, cheating his way to everything, and being deceitful. See, July 21st, absolution. That's where that ends. Mike Toller will be nowhere to be found. BJ Whitmer's off in Ring of Honor land. And it's all gonna be real for you, Duke. July 21st, finally, after almost a year, we're gonna step in the ring one-on-one. And I know that you're gonna fight far from fair. But, let me just tell you something. Much like I told BJ, much like I've told Mike, you better protect your limbs, protect your neck, Because I'm coming for everything, and I'm coming to choke you out. July 21st, 
I'll see you there. Dominic Greeny versus the Duke. I cannot wait for Dominic Greeny to rip off one of the Duke's limbs and then beat him with it and then rip off another one of his limbs and then beat him with it and rip off another limb and then beat him with it then rip off the final limb and beat him with it and then finally choke him unconscious. How is the Duke going to get to Comic-Con then? The Duke ain't going to make it to Comic-Con. Well, I'm, I'm going to go Dom. Yeah, I'm also going with Greeny. A battle for the future match. Frankie Flynn versus PB Smooth. My name is Frankie Flynn, and I am the Prince of Broadway, the new lead of sports entertainment, professional wrestling, whatever you want to call my arts, and I am the bard. PB, you now know how hard it was to be the bard. You see, as I sat there, and you, and people like Rick Baker, and Chase Oliver and Gary the King Baller, who I just beat in a six-man scramble, now know exactly who I am. See, people forgot about me. That's never going to happen again. You see, because I have an opportunity, I have a shot. And I'm not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. Like my country, I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I am not throwing away my shot. And you, you PB, you just have to ask yourself this really, really tough question. Really tough. To be or not to be? That is the question. Break a leg. Frankie Flynn. Dog, you gotta be one of the craziest people I ever met in my life. And I'm from New York City, so I know a whole lot of clowns. But not like you, Flint. And back to the Future Cup, you had the opportunity to greet me with this trophy and congratulate me on my success. But what are you going to do? You take the trophy, and hit me from behind with it, and try to take out my knee? Let me tell you something, Flynn. I've had a target on my back from Southside Jamaica, Queens, all the way to Cleveland, Ohio. And this is no different. You see, just like everybody else, you're mad that I came in, worked hard, and took your spot. And it ain't my fault that you got hurt. But I'll tell you what, Absolution 12, July 21st, I will be the reason you get hurt again. So you better find a supporting cast, Flynn, because you're going to need it. Call the coroner, because I'm fresh. Right, so who do you guys got winning this one? I'm going to go with Frankie. I'm going to echo that. I'm going to go with Frankie. PB Smooth is undefeated. But Frankie Flynn is in a place where you never want to bet against somebody who's in a place where he's in. I've known people in those kind of places. Those people are capable of unspeakable things. And I will have to choose Frankie Flynn ending PB Smooth's streak. He is undefeated, right? I'm not just saying that. Lost his uh, debut match. Well, I, 
it was a scramble match, though, right? Tequila Jack Show was a tag match. A tag match. It wasn't a one-on-one match. That's really... Okay, fair enough. That's really what I'm trying to... Yeah, that's fair kind enough. of what I'm saying. AIW... Besides that, I'm pretty sure he is undefeated. I think you're right, too. AIW Women's Championship match. The champion, Shayna Baszler versus Mia Yim, which could be the finals to the Mae Young Classic, far as we know. But the only loss that we do know from Shayna Baszler since entering AIW has been at the hands of Mia Yim. And that was also Mia's last AIW match. Was it? It's been that long since Mia's been here? Holy shit. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> Calm down, Aaron Lewis. Who do you guys got winning this? I'm going to say... I don't say Shayna retains, but Mia winning the title, that could be very big, too. I'm going to go Shayna. I'm going with Mia here. She's had a lot of shots at the title. I think this might be a good time she wins it. I say that this is probably the toughest match for me to choose, because I could see it going either way. Uh, I think that Shayna retains, at least for now. Mm-hmm. A match that we mentioned earlier, fans bring the weapons slash lumberjack match, Britt Baker versus Hornswoggle. I'm going... Britt Baker. I'm also agreeing with you there. I'm going with Britt. Uh, I will say Britt will be the winner, but I think the big loser will be Dr. Dan. But most <laughs> of the time, Dr. Dan is the big loser anyways. Oh, that's not nice. Poor Dan. Oh, at least, at least we don't throw toilet paper at him anymore. Oh, that was fun times. Yeah, I, I, I would be into doing it again. It was fun until someone put lotion on a roll. Yeah, cough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the AIW Tag Team title match, Crazy Pain versus Two Infinity Beyond versus DJZ and Laredo Kid versus, I mean, technically the, mostly the Ninja Elite Squad, Lip Kendrick and Facade. Technically, there's a lot really going into this match. We could have easily talked about it, but quite possibly potential being match of the night just because this is going to be some crazy fucking shit. A rematch of the craziest match of the year so far. Yeah, I'm going to go Crazy Pain retain, regains. I'm going to agree with that is it, this is their big moment in a way winning the titles back on absolution i am going to just for shits and giggles say that real world enters the match and wins it. it i know it i know it i know it yes that's <laughs> Kel- Worldwide's gonna hit that PWI 500 <laughs> by, win- by winning the tag titles at Absolution. And we definitely support that. We all support it. Anyway, I so really interrupted you. Uh, who was your pick? Yeah, Ninja Elite Squad. I think I'm gonna go just out of, out of left field and go Ninja Elite Squad with it. That was a close second for me. Cause could you imagine like that kind of moment? Little like, uh, Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit at WrestleMania 20, like both being champions. Like, can you imagine the full Ninja Elite Squad with titles? Eddie. Cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you look at that, or I mean, even if, even if, like, a Laredo Kid and, uh, DJZ wouldn't happen. Like, I just, I think that it would be, it'd just be cool to see a team that you're not really, like, we're all, I think we can all pretty much say that we're all expecting for either the regaining the championships or the retaining the championships. But it would just be cool to see just, like, something out of, crazy like, out of nowhere. super out of left field to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the AIW Intense title match, Joey Janela versus Alex Daniels. I'm going with Alex Daniels to head closer to the two-year reign. I think this is where his reign ends. It's Janela's time. Can't count on anybody who is under the tutelage of Gregory Iron. I'm going Alex Daniels. And then the main event of the evening, the AIW Absolute Title Match. Tim Dons versus Lewis London versus Tracy Williams versus Josh Prohibition. Something we talked about before recording get mentioned here, but it does need to be mentioned that don't know whether this is going to be elimination or not. Myself and Caden, we're, we think it's going to be elimination. Dustin thinks it's going to be one fall. 
Ah, uh, yes, I do believe that. In the last four-way elimination absolute title match was Absolution 7, I believe. Which was yes. my first one? Also my first. Um, it was not my first. Uh, so what, what, what we're saying is... So I did see a... I think it was an elimination title match at my first Absolution. I'm trying to think. It was, uh, it was when Gargano won the title and then faced Daniel Bryan later in the night. Bryan Danielson later in the night. So what Absolution 5? Yes, Absolution 5. It's four-way single fall when we got the belt and faced Danielson later. Well, it was single fall. Yep. There you go. So, no, that's not the first one I saw. It was not a elimination. It's kind of ironic of the thinking, though. Your first absolution, the championship was contended under one fall. Ours was elimination, so we're going with elimination, you're going with one fall. Interesting there. But That is interesting. If we're thinking this is going to be, like, absolution seven, are we saying Donst wins and Nixon reforms? Oh, man. Is that what we're saying? I don't think Nixon will ever <laughs> Nope. Never. <laughs> I think, I just just saying that... There was sarcasm in my voice, Biggins is rolling over in his grave thinking about the idea of Nixon reforming which we didn't mention it at least we haven't mentioned it R.I.P. Chandler Biggins we miss you Yeah, uh, we love you man we did the review show of the, the Tequila Jack show in the last episode I mean, you, I mean if there's anything you want to say I think uh, me and Caden we, we said a lot or not as uh, much as we could um I mean, I don't want to. I don't really want to bog down everything and bring everything down. But like I said, just. I mean, on a on a quick side note, you, man. I mean, on a side note, like that, this is going to be. I mean, his uh, his family is going to be there. You got to figure we're starting the show with a ten bell salute, quickly followed by Chandler Big and Chance. The room is probably going to be a little dusty, so just be forewarned. There's probably going to be some waterworks. Um, yeah. My question, actually, to you guys, uh, something that it'd be kind of fun to know what other people are who are who are like this. Uh, if you went to you know the funeral calling hours and you grabbed a shirt which shirt did you grab and why uh i i grabbed the panda express shirt uh mostly <laughs> because uh it's I, I know that, I know how much the Panda Express meant to him and what he wanted to do with them. And you saw him wearing the shirt all the time. Mm-hmm. And not only that, it's, it's not a shirt that's easy to find anymore. And it's, it's a little capsule of time for not just Biggin's life, but AIW as well. And I thought it was just a cool shirt to have. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ken? I grabbed the uh, AIW 216 shirt because AIW in Cleveland. Yeah. No real cool reason behind that one is just because it was AIW and in Cleveland on one shirt. I mean, there, there there was a lot of shirts that I was like looking at, like, do I want to grab this one? Because not to mention when I was grabbing shirts or grabbing a shirt, like no one else was grabbing them, and only a handful of people did in front of me. So I was like, I feel weird just grabbing a shirt. Nobody else is grabbing shirts, but there's clearly other shirts gone. What the fuck? But um, the shirt that I grabbed uh, f- for multiple reasons, the extra limited edition Johnny has a posse shirt, the Team Gargano shirt from a couple years ago from the Team Candice versus Team Gargano match. Uh, one of the reasons is because. I didn't get a shirt because they only made them up to 1X and I'm a 2X more towards 3X right now and they did make some bigger sizes but they went to other people one of them being Biggins and I think when I think of you know AIW like I think of Biggins and I think of Gargano so to like get two birds with one stone on that one and I have I have four basically shirts hanging up in uh by my one window one being a Joshua Cribbs signed jersey the other one being a signed shirt of Jessica Evil Eye third one being a shirt and hat from the 2016 NBA championships and there right beside that is the the Biggins shirt which I was gonna wear to Absolution 
information, but when they released the I'm a Bacon Sky shirt, that came in yesterday morning for me, and I'm I won't wear that till that day. But I don't even know how we got on on all oh, you you mentioned uh, Bacon's, but yeah, because you mentioned Nixon, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just. You know, I don't think it's happening. I'm going to throw this out to anybody, too. If you ever get a chance, go back and listen to old episodes of The Card is Going to Change. You can listen to the Glenn Moore episodes. You can even listen to the Steve Guy episodes. And just, first off, the evolution of the podcast, especially after everything happened and Steve took over. And you just, you hear all bunch of different strides of progression that they went through worst episode being the one that they did with DJZ just because audio issues and it bugged the shit out of me but there was a lot of biggins that I loved hearing in those so it was like I listened to that almost all week up until the funeral and I think I was like on the way to the funeral I was listening to an episode and there was just so much to love little little quirks little jokes uh, and it, it did take me a while to realize all the uh, beyond the mat references like I might have got them here and there but after like listening to them back to back to back to back to back you're, oh my god! Like okay, I get that now. I get that one. I don't. I might not have caught that one. I probably caught that one. A lot of lot of uh, great shit there on the uh, podcast. Right. So who do we think's winning this main event at Absolution Twelve? I have a really hard time choosing this one. Uh, I, I don't think it's. I, I think it's tougher than the women's. Even though I said the women's is probably the hardest one, only because there's so many hooping parts. But I am gonna go with Lewis Linden winning and uh, really starting off of I think it'll be a good boost and a change to where his career will be headed. I'm also going to Linden here just just to finally complete his story, per se. To make it interesting, kind of go with what we said earlier, I'm going to go with Tracy Williams. I think this is this is his time to win. Gwendon <laughs> or Williams, I'd be happy with either of them, honestly. Mm-hmm. I personally would like to see Josh win. Cashing in at Absolution, I mean, how many times have we seen that with the J-Lit? I mean, the first, the first winner was Eric Ryan. I mean, he automatically became champion, so you throw that out. But, I mean, you had Ethan Page cashed in at Absolution. Uh, Josh Alexander cashed in to join the match at Absolution. Now, Tracy Williams, am I missing anybody? I mean, obviously we had Elgin, the guy who never cashed in. Only one Absolution cash in has been successful. Page. Yeah. Uh, didn't Elgin... Elgin won it, but he put his title on the line throughout the entire tournament. Yeah, but he still technically... Won a rematch. Away. Yeah, he, yeah. he he could have used that somewhere down the line, but uh, you know everything happened with Russell Rager and issues. Yeah, so you know we've only seen him back once since. I would uh, I wonder if we'll uh, see anything out of Michael Elgin sometime. We've seen him back the, twice. Twice? I thought it was just that versus the world. And it against the world and blood sports. Oh, that's right. Blood sports. He's supposed to be in Gauntlet. Gotcha. I don't know. We're supposed to be at Gauntlet for a couple years ago, but we'll see. right when he signed for New Japan, I remember that got canned. I mean, right. I think that's the big thing with him. It's because he's with New Japan. His schedule there is so hectic. It's kind of difficult to get him back here. All right, let's uh, let's wrap things up. That was the Absolution preview for Wrestling Cheers. Any final thoughts or last minute plugs, Dustin? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rev Tintin. You can find me on Instagram. I'm also Rev Tintin on Instagram. Uh, I've been using it a little bit more lately. I've been posting pictures of my uh, cooking on the grill and whatnot. Uh, and that's really it right now. Uh, everything else is kind of a hold in my life. I've been, I just moved into a house and getting that all together and working a lot. So 
really, those are the best ways. And there's always Facebook. If you want to find me on Facebook, just look up Dustin Alberti. But I would say my Twitter and my Instagram are probably more fun when I do use them. Caden, pretty much anything you want to find me on is just KVR216. Anything more you want to talk about your Chicago trip? Uh, You know what I want to bring up? Not to cut you off, Caden. How dare you, at the beginning of this podcast, Mr. Summers, take back the idea of Caden being a man. Caden is a grown-ass man. This kid is near 18 years old. He's a grown-ass man. And come to Andalia since I was 12. That says a lot. Yeah, he's growing. Twelve-year-old me at the Turner's Hall shows. I heard a lot of things I probably shouldn't have. I mean, okay. The real question is, can I take him to a titty club? Caden is above going to a titty <laughs> club. Caden, Caden is a real man who would not be caught dead at a titty bar. So he's silent. He respects women. He is a good human being. He is a man amongst men. Are you Silas Young, Caden? Um, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Very similar. The same, but different. <laughs> I'm lacking the mustache. You'll get there. That's true. You're lacking the mustache. Donald doesn't even have that yet, so you're good. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Everyone's favorite AIW fan. I mean, there's lots of favorite AIW fans, but anyway. Um, we need to mention, and I, I wish I would have mentioned it earlier, but I think with everything with Absolution, that was trying to get that out of the way. But there will be a tailgating uh, before the show. You can find uh, those guys on Twitter. They did the tailgate guys. Yeah, the tailgate guys. They did it for Jay Lit. Jay Lit, and it was it was, it was pretty good. At ringside, it was fantastic. Yeah, at ringside guys. Yeah, I highly suggest it. It was a it was a good time. It was a very good time. Mm-hmm. I brought my uh, my chair, my nice big comfy chair, and I sat it down, had me a beer, and had a burger. Pretty good. Pretty sure they do that for all the like summertime shows. Yeah. So until it starts snowing. So yeah. Well, all the uh, ones at Mount Carmel, not necessarily at Tequila Jack. Yeah. So check them out. Come early. Have a little bite of food. Bring some food. I've heard a couple people talk about bringing certain things. Join in on all the fun. But you can, uh, when you get a hold of me, find me at Heavyset330 on Twitter. You can find this show at Wrestling Cheers on Twitter. And I haven't forgotten. I haven't bought them yet. But I am going to give out two tickets to Absolution. And what what I require is for you to send a tweet at Wrestling Cheers and tell us what match you're looking forward to at Absolution. And if there's enough characters, tell us why. Or throw out a winner. A little bit of interaction going on the Twitter. And of course, this is at the end of the episode, so you're going to have to listen to the episode and find out. And technically, like, tell your friends. Have them, have them listen to the show. Yes, I'm, this, this is a way to spread the word. But have them tweet us. It may, or maybe on the, you can tweet us. Maybe you already got a ticket. But you got two friends that want to go. Buy your ticket. I'll buy their ticket if you win. Maybe you're a guest host on the podcast. You haven't bought your tickets yet. And you just want to go on Twitter and say, Oh, I'm most look forward looking to this match. And I think this person's going to win. Even though you already said it on the podcast. Yeah, you and Justin Doan are not allowed to enter. I don't, here's my thing. Like, I don't want to give away a ticket to, to like someone like you <laughs> or someone I'm I friends know. with because then it looks so fucked up. They're like, Yeah, I'm not going to fucking. <laughs> um, I gonna, understand. I'm not gonna support your show or whatever. Like, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna give a little back. So no, I, I think that's a very, very good, very good idea. I will, I will help get the word out. Hopefully, we can get some new fans coming to AIW. And this is going to be an excellent, excellent show. And to, to go over the card 
one more time, we have old AIW versus new AIW, which I'm not going to go through all that hubbub. Uh, Eddie Kingston versus Filthy Tom Lawler. Sean Schultz versus Ethan Page in a bull rope match. PB Smooth versus Frankie Flynn, a battle for the future. Dominic Greeny versus The Duke. Shayna Baszler versus Mia Yim for the AIW Women's Championship. Fans bring the weapon slash lumberjack match. Britt Baker versus Swoggle. AIW Tag Team title match. Crazy Pain versus To Infinity Mion versus DJZ and Laredo Kid versus Flip Kendrick and Facade, Joey Janela versus Alex Daniels for the AIW Absolute title, and the main event of the evening for the Absolute title, Tim Donst versus Lewis London versus Tracy Williams versus Josh Prohibition, and that all will be happening in the wonderful Mount Carmel in Cleveland, Ohio, this Friday evening, 7.30 bell time. Don't have everything up in front of me on that aspect, but get your tickets, enter to win free tickets, and uh, I think that will do it for us. Thank you for listening to Wrestling Cheers right here on the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com, and uh, Wrestling Cheers, everybody knows your name, and I got nothing.